0: Welcome to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: We talk about the intersection of parenting and technology. Everything you need to know about raising kids in the digital age. This is Parenting Bites. Hi, this is Rebecca Levy of KidsViews.com. I'm here in the studio today with Amy Oztan. Of. Of. (laughs) (laughs) Amy Ever After. There you go. We're just going to stick with that. And Andrea Smith, technology guru extraordinaire. Welcome to Parenting Bites. Oh, Andrew's showing us her boots and her purple pants. (laughs) She's wearing actual fall clothes. She found the purple. Which is good because it's actually really cold out today.
2: (laughs) I'm wearing jeggings. It's my favorite season. Forget pumpkin spice. It's jegging season. (laughs) Not
1: decorative gourds? No. Jeggings all the way. Um, I've been eating a lot of apple. I will tell you. I don't know why I've been on total like apple cider, apple donuts, apple wherever. Pretty much my entire Pinterest feed is apples apple right now. Apple babka from Bread's Bakery in New York, Ooh. which is possibly one of the best things you'll ever eat. Oh, I've never had apple oh, babka. I think Rebecca needs to bring that to us, us I totally next week because I'm going after to pick it up for yes. breakfast. But but um, I'll bring. I'll buy it, it, extra. It it in week, put it so. in the freezer and bring it next and take it out next Monday. Yeah, that should have been my bite of the week because that you can order it online. From Bread's Bakery. Oh, well, we'll add it as like a okay. bonus bite. We'll add a bonus bite, literally. They're chocolate bavkas made with Nutella. It's oh. seriously the best thing you'll ever eat. Okay. So, on the show today, we are um, doing one segment today about virtual kidnapping. Um, this is a horrific new trend right up there with those IRS scam calls, but this is probably 10 times worse because it's so scary. Yeah,
2: really scary. Yeah, instead um, of just threatening you financially, you think they're threatening a loved one Yes, physically.
1: Um, and there's different types of virtual scams. We're going to talk about that and what you should look out for and what you should tell the grandparents in your life to look out for because that's another target. And then we'll have our Bites of the Week so let's jump right in um, there was a Washington Post article last week titled we have your daughter a virtual kidnapping and a mother's five hours of hell this story goes on to talk about a mom in Virginia in sort of a wealthy upper middle class area of Virginia um, the phone rang she heard screaming and it sounded like her 23 year old daughter's voice begging for help and then an unfamiliar voice said we have your daughter For the next five hours, it was what police are calling a virtual kidnapping. So it's an old scam having a renaissance across the country, particularly in the Washington region, which was interesting. That's very weird. Um, They target affluent areas and find enough information online to make it plausible. So what they're doing Uh. is they're mining social media. So for everybody who's putting everything out there public on Facebook or on Instagram or on Twitter, but mostly I would say because they're targeting moms, it's Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. They're seeing who your daughter is or your son is they're where they go where to live, school where who, they, their friends are. who their friends are um, where they are mm-hmm. right so if your kids are posting too they can tell like they'll be offline for this time or whatever it is or Like especially if they're going to a movie or something where
2: you know that they won't have cell access for yep. a couple of hours Yep. I think that was on a law and order.
1: Yes. Or how about if your kid's <laughs> traveling abroad? I
2: need to restore law and order. <laughs> womp
1: womp. Um, so they told her to put her phone on speaker. So I think that was so that they could make sure she wasn't making another phone call to verify what was going on. Because they could hear everything going on. Get her purse, her phone charger, get in the car. And then how much asked her how much cash she had on hand. She said $10,000. And then they told her to not get help. They would kill her daughter and that um, she, you know, believed it. So she basically went, drove around, right, to different places to get the money, wiring it. They told her to wire $1,900 to some name and address in Mexico. And then she went all over the place doing this. And then they said, you know, as soon as you get the last one, you'll talk to her. And after every deposit, he told her to rip up the receipts. If he didn't hear the sound, you know, oh he God. noticed. So Yeah, she, they were monitoring everything. Yeah, grabbed another piece. She grabbed another piece of paper. She was smart enough to do that. And then um, put the receipts in her purse. And was like making fake ripping sounds. Yeah, and he told her to. he was going to call her mom. And he wanted her to call him son, which was so creepy. Yeah. Oh. Um, he said it was part of a huge organization of whatever, and he'd put headphones on the daughter so she could hear everything, so she would know if the mom did anything to cause her death. I mean, it's, it's like a crazy, crazy story. Um, and eventually she went to the, eventually the daughter sent her a picture from art class, like, look what I was working on today, like texted her mom. During this whole thing. During this whole thing. And she was like, what? Right what is going on? And it was, like, creepy because like, her daughter had worked on an art poster for, like, a non-existent movie or something. The movie called had to make... Snatch. Snatch. Yeah, it was so <laughs> confusing. So it was, like, bizarre. Um, but by that point, she realized her her daughter was fine. She, you know, got more texts realizing she was fine. She hung up and then she called the police who called in the FBI. But, so I don't
0: understand. I mean, I guess the guy scared her into thinking, okay, put your phone on speaker And we're staying on now throughout so that you can't make any other phone calls. But would you not try to pick up a different phone or try to do something? Because they could hear you.
1: That's why they've been. I would have tried to text my daughter. Yeah, I, didn't I totally understand would why she never tried to text her. Now she was in class, so she probably wouldn't have picked up. Right. But I feel like college students have their phones on. But I can't or blame you this You text mom. like
0: a teacher or the school or something. Right. I'm trying Some to think I if
2: me. I can text and call at the same time yeah. on Verizon. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. sure. Absolutely. I guess it's internet and call that I can't do. Yeah. Huh. I, I, I get it though. Like I mean, if you don't if you don't know oh, these things so like this are yeah. happening, you're petrified. Things, yeah, you're you're not thinking straight. You just want to save your your child. You know. Right. I mean, it's easy to look back and say, "Why
1: didn't she do this? Why didn't she do that?" But she was terrified. Right. And they do say that this is being run by a bunch of um, Mexican gangs. That this has become a big money maker. Basically, oh. that this is the money is actually which is why all the addresses were in and were in Mexico. Mexico. Um, and so I'm going to tell you a story that I just heard, which is so crazy. Um, we went down to see my niece at college, where she was, and she told us this crazy story about my nephew, her brother. Um, and it's interesting because his grandparents are in the D.C. area. And they're in tangentially to D.C. And her grandfather got a call and they called and said, Grandpa, like that. And so, of course, his first response is to say my nephew's name, hmm. right? Instead of saying, so he says, I'm not going to say my nephew's name, but let's pretend his name is Max. He's like, Max? And he's like, yes, right? Mm-hmm. I'm in jail. I don't know. You know, I got in an accident. I'm in jail. I need money. I don't know. I, don't, I lost my wallet. Like, whatever it was, his whole story, is he's crying. He's saying, you know, and so even though he's like, you don't sound like you, he's like, I'm on a weird phone, Whatever his grandfather starts to panic he's like don't worry we're gonna help you we're gonna get you he's like i can't get a hold of this what what it became this whole thing it's they told him to go to western union to wire the money to an address and i guess thankfully um my niece and nephew their grandfather had then did call i think called my brother-in-law um or called her i can't remember but said oh my god this is going on and they were like what are you talking about he's in wherever he is (laughs) he's totally fine it's all good. And, you know, I didn't ask her if it was when he was abroad because he studied abroad, but uh. that could have been when it was, too. But when they report it to the police, the police like, this is happening all around these neighborhoods where it's elderly people mm-hmm. or it's, like, um, communities, right? Over 55 communities like retirement that they target because they know these people right. probably have grandparents. They always start saying, Grandpa, Grandma, whatever. And then... You know, either the person is like, what? Because maybe that's not the name their grandchild uses, but most of the time it is. And then inevitably the parent, the grandparent gives them the information they need to continue. The weird Uh, thing
0: is that almost exact same thing happened to a friend of mine. Um, Her father, her elderly father, lived in a retirement community in Florida, got a phone call. Same thing. Grandpa, you know, oh, I'm in so much trouble. I need to give these people money. Um, you know, you can't tell mom. She'll be so mad at me. You can't mm-hmm. tell her. You can't call her. This has to be between us. And these, this particular young man has a really close relationship with his grandfather. And the weird thing there, well, the grandfather didn't think it was an issue, but it was like, you've got to get me money right now. And so he said to his wife, you know, we got to go. We got to go. We got to get this. And the wife said, well, what do we need to get? And it was iTunes gift cards. Yes,
1: that's the IRS. They wanted
0: scam. them to go to the store and yes. buy iTunes gift cards, scratch them all off, and send the serial numbers. And that's when Grandpa's wife said, No, we're calling right. my friend <laughs> no. right now. And of course, you know, she's like, No, he's fine. I just talked to him five minutes ago.
2: Are and these people just such huge music fans, or do they then like resell those? I guess they
0: resell them. You know, right. you use the serial thing and then you sell them.
1: That's what the IRS scammers were doing. Yeah, too. because they're what's happening is people, to buy people are cause...
0: buying gift cards and they're putting in the number and they're getting an error message that says this card has already been used.
1: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. They're using it as currency, basically, yeah. and it can't be traced. That's why they're doing it that way.
0: Weird
2: currency, isn't that strange? Right, and iTunes,
0: right? iTunes is
2: so bad. (laughs) I had something. I had something like this happen um, way before social media. It was about eleven or twelve years ago, and I'm in my kitchen. I get a call. Um, I could see caller ID. It was obviously a New York City number, and my mother doesn't live in New York City. And the caller said that he had my mother tied up and was going to rape her if I didn't say some things back to him. Like they weren't asking for money. They That's were just weird. they were just messing with me. They were just having fun. And you know, I I I I didn't take it seriously for a second because he was coming from New York. And I was like, all right, if you can tell me what city she's in or what what color her hair is or what her tattoo is. If you can tell me any of those things, I'll say whatever you want. <laughs> and the guy was just like flailing around trying to guess things. And I was like, yeah, nice try and I hung up. And then I called the police because, you know, I mean, right, even though should. I felt stupid, right. you should call the police so that they know that these things are happening. And the worst part of it for me was like how Clueless, the police were like, he's like, oh well, you know, there's nothing we can do. There's no way that we can find out where they're operating from. And while I was on the police, I googled. Was it Google then? No, eleven or twelve years, probably Alta like Vista. like Altavista or something. <laughs> I I yeah, looked <laughs> I I looked up the phone number and I could see the exact corner where the payphone was where they were calling from Manhattan. Like I gave the police all this information and they were like, okay, we'll look into it and and you should call your
1: mom and make sure she's okay. I'm like my mom's okay. Right. now, so, right. so now they would have all that information from social media, right? right. If your mom right. was posting Facebook, they'd see her hair color. Yep. They might even to. That's what's so scary about right. it. And they did just, oh, they just arrested like hundreds of people in India. And right. In, in India, the IRS scam. the IRS scam, yeah. which is crazy. But think about so, it. I
0: mean, look at the Kim Kardashian thing, right? I you know, mean, so, yeah. It, even Kim Kardashian is saying, Okay, maybe I shouldn't be flaunting this and putting all of this right. personal stuff on Instagram. Right. And showing everybody where I am at every exact moment and what five million dollar piece of jewelry I Well, you
2: wearing. know what? You could also just not have five million dollar pieces of jewelry well, that would also but, solve But So part the of kids the who
0: don't are then putting on where they're going to the movies and who their friends are and what they like, and that's also giving away so much information yeah. that yeah. someone can use. Elizabeth to hurt Taylor you.
1: supposedly used to wear glass copies of all of her jewelry. She Smart. never wore her real jewelry. Which is just awesome. begs that, why own it then? <laughs> but it was just really funny. But she had all of that really famous jewelry. Well, so that's what I'm going to say. Well, this is just the one I wear. My five million <laughs> one is in this safe. <laughs> I mean, it, it is... You know, you can't I didn't like the French police version of, like, she deserved it because that's what she was doing, which is just ridiculous. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves it. But, yeah, like, you have to be smart. You have to to realize you don't actually live in the bubble you think you live in. Um, So they did have tips on this follow-up Washington Post article (laughs) about how to prevent this from happening. And, again, I would really, really, really share this with other people you know and particularly grandparents. Um, Incoming calls come from an outside area code. Or from these area codes, these tend to be the big ones, 787 and 856 Calls do not come from the alleged kidnapped victim's phone. Hmm. So there's a telling thing. Callers go to great lengths to keep you on the phone with them while demanding ransom. Callers prevent you from calling or locating the alleged kidnapping victim, which I don't understand how they do that. Still don't understand how they keep you from texting your kid. Um, wire transfer for ransom, you know what? They might see if you text, we've got her phone and we'll see it. Maybe they friend maybe that way like we know we're gonna know if you text because we have her phone right so then again use the friends find my
2: friends (laughs) you should have that you should have
1: that on your phone Um, and they said try to slow the situation down repeat speak to them ask keep asking to speak to the victim saying how do I know they're okay how do they're okay and then or do what Amy did ask them to describe the victim or the vehicle they drive. Um, Listen carefully to the voice of the kidnapped victim if they do speak, because you should know what your kid sounds like. Try to call, text, or contact the victim via social media um, or request that they call them back from their cell phone. While staying on the line with kidnappers, try to call the alleged kidnapped victim from another phone. By time, repeat the caller's request and tell them you're writing down the demand. Don't directly challenge or argue them keep your voice low and steady, request the victim call back from his or her cell phone. They say this like 800 times.
0: I wonder if you could hit like, does it work if you hit your phone's recorder and record the conversation? Can you do that? Yeah,
1: if it's on speaker. Yeah. 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 Why not? Just sure. to have it and hear the voice? Yeah. Sure. I mean, it's worth it, right? I mean, I don't know. I just well, if think they're in Mexico, is, like, what are the, Nothing's going to happen. It's just so interesting that this has become these these things always happen but now there's so much more real feeling because they can get all this information from social media like yeah. again you you have to take that responsibility and check your privacy settings yeah on things and yet again for parents like be aware of what you post on social media starting when your kids are little and teach your kids the same thing i i just you know you can't have everything public. I, I don't know. I think there's enough out there that
2: that they have enough information. Even if you're not an over poster, like if you've posted only where your child goes to school, you know, which who right. hasn't? Especially if it's a college,
1: right? Then well, you know. don't even need to post it as long as you're connected to your kid on Facebook and your kid's posting. Yep. Especially if they have a location turned on, or um, even if they just list their school in the the about section, right? Of Facebook. Or they're wearing a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um, It's hard, right? It's so ubiquitous at this point. And you know what? Even if your kid isn't sharing,
0: their friends are sharing and tagging them. I mean, you're right. It's about privacy settings, but I mean, that's what kids do. They share this stuff, and you know, it's really important to have a conversation about why you need to keep certain things private or make sure you can't be automatically
2: tagged. I don't know. say you can see see what's going up first. I feel like that's whack a mole. I feel like you know now that we know that this is happening. It's it's about being smarter about the scam. It's about letting more people know right. about the scam so that they can be suspicious, so that they can try to locate the person another way. You're not you're just not going to hide all the info. It's yeah, t- it's the
0: impossible. Toothpaste to is no, out of the You tooth. can't hide it. But I still think it's a lesson for kids. I mean, you just shouldn't yeah. be
2: sharing all this stuff. Yeah, publicly. You yeah,
1: shouldn't. You really should be careful about your location, in particular. And they well, say that for women in general. I,
2: well, I it's so funny because I'm such an oversharer in some ways online, and sometimes like I'll post that I'm somewhere, and somebody'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be there in ten minutes!" And I'll have to message them privately and say, "Actually, that was four hours ago." Like right. I don't yeah. usually post the pictures and stuff unless it's like an event where a ton of people are at, where it's going to be obvious that right. I'm that I'm posting at a different time. I do it later. Yeah. You know, you bring
0: up the woman thing, and I have to say, when I first started tech reporting, Phoebe. And going to events and going to conferences and going to um, to places by myself, um, you know that's when Foursquare was really popular and Uh. everyone kept trying to friend me and say, "Are you on Foursquare? You should check in." And and I was like, "Are you kidding? That is the last thing I want to do is let all of these people know that I, a woman tech journalist, am all alone in Las
2: Vegas at a conference."
0: You know. There's no way I want people to know where I am.
2: You know, yeah. I'm I'm not positive what the name is because I I'm just thinking of it now. I think I saw it on like Kickstarter or one of those sites, but it's a ring. Is it called Ringley? Ringley is that Ringley mm-hmm. where you can I did it as a bite of the week? Was one that week? your bite? Were you yeah. with the emergency button? Yep. 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 Okay. There you go. We'll repost that because it's this piece of jewelry where you can really surreptitiously. Make it put it in panic mode, right? If you're somewhere and somebody I just saw a beautiful bracelet too that does that. that nice.
1: was actually a lot really of them beautiful. do, yeah. Like,
2: not, yucky.
0: yeah, it doesn't it have a panic button. I think it's called Wisewear,
1: it might be that wise one, wear. yeah. Yeah, Let yeah. 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 me it's check. expensive.
0: Wingly gives you alerts, but let me check and see if there's a panic button on And yeah, Maybe Wingley. we're not
2: thinking of the same one. Like this one, be. the main feature there's was a that it was, was a panic. panic. We'll have to look and see. Um, and yeah, they're because I I actually. They I was sent this thing to review a couple of years ago that I didn't end up reviewing because it was so terrible. It looked like you were wearing a hockey puck right. around your neck. <laughs> like there, there's like nothing a medic su- alert. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. surreptitious about that. But when it's a pretty piece of jewelry yeah. where you just
1: look like you're wringing your hands, but you're actually you right. know alerting your friends and calling the police, that's brilliant. Right. There are a lot of good apps like that, too. My yeah. my niece was telling me, and especially on college campuses, they've rolled out. There's all these apps where you tell your friend that you're leaving the library. Mm-hmm. yeah, and Or then, you're leaving a party with someone. Right, and they can see... She said one of the annoying things is one of them kept pinging you, and then you'd have to say, yes, I'm still okay. Yes, I'm still okay. And she's like, oh, my God. And she's like, and then you forget. You're, like, right. listening to music, whatever. And then all of a sudden, everyone's like, where are you? You didn't ping back. She's like, it's so annoying. Huh. Like, um, but anyway, these scams are going around, along with the good old IRS one. Yeah. Um, so be aware. Spread the word. And have a talk with your kids about um, why you need to track them on their phone and, <laughs> and about oversharing. <laughs> And we will be right back with our Bites of the Week.
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Talking tech, apps, entertainment, and issues around parenting the digital generation. This is Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: This week we are brought to you by eSalon. How do you know a hair color is absolutely perfect for you? Well... What if it had your name on it? eSalon offers professional-grade, completely personalized hair color created just for you and delivered to your door. With eSalon, you just fill out a questionnaire, upload your photo, and your personal colorist will formulate your color from over 15,000 pigments. Your unique eSalon color then gets delivered to your door with your name on the bottle and instructions on how to get your hair the way you want it. If you have questions, the hair color experts at eSalon are just a call away. It couldn't be any easier. And if you want something a little different next month, just ask. This is your color created just for you, and eSalon understands you want it just right. Don't let your color fade because you can't get to the salon. Don't let all those grays come out. (laughs) (laughs) Those wiry grays. eSalon has got you and any pesky grays covered. Visit esalon.com/parenting now. New customers will receive 50% off their first box. That's just $10 for your personalized hair color. Get 50% off your first box at esalon.com/parenting now. That's esalon.com/parenting. Cool.
2: You're listening to Parenting Bites with Rebecca Levy.
1: We are back with our bites of the week.
2: Amy? Yes. So, um, I was sent a hotspot to review, and at first I wasn't really sure why in 2016 we needed hotspots, because like, my phone can be a hotspot, and we've been spending a lot of time at our our lake house, and at first my phone was just fine. If I needed to connect to my computer, I would just put my my phone's hotspot on and use that. once the kids got out of camp and there were four of us using my phone as a hotspot, it was a little different because um, number one, the it was expensive. The data, yeah, the data. It's it's we pay about fifteen dollars extra per gig, and four people on a hotspot can go through that pretty fast. Um, but the other problem was I couldn't use my phone if every, if anybody was using it as a hotspot. So every time I needed to make a phone call, everybody had to get off of, you know, get offline. Um, if I needed to go somewhere, they didn't have internet. So it actually ended up being a really handy thing. But over and above that, the reason that I like this one a lot is that it's super, super rugged. It's the at and Unite Explore mobile hotspot by Netgear. and It's it's got like a rubber case around it so you can drop it and it will survive if you splash it It will survive. You can bring it in sand and it will survive. It's it's not a dainty little thing So if you're going camping if you're traveling um, It's it's really handy. I'm gonna take it with me to Disney World uh, in a couple of weeks Um, It's just a lot more versatile than using my phone and it's cheaper than using my phone. It depends on what plan you get, but it's it's like about two-thirds or less the price that I'm paying for gigs wow. on my phone. So I will link to my review of that.
1: Cool. Excellent. Andrea?
2: Um, okay.
0: So, ne- well, next week. Yeah, this goes up this week. Next week, October 16th through 22nd, is National Teen Driver Safety Week. And my son always says to me, thank God, I learned to drive before you had all this tech uh. stuff going on, <laughs> you know, like, but the the bottom line <laughs> is, today, you can really make your kid safer when they're driving. And I think that teenagers, you know, just like everything else, they forget that they are um, mortal, and they don't care about certain things. A lot of them are texting, you know, I think we text too, as adults. Um, but... So the, the uh, companies, there's a big push to make National Teen Driver Safety Week, so to raise awareness, to help people talk to their kids. Um, and so I did a little research, and we'll post links to everything, but there's a lot going on. There's a lot of apps that you can use. Um, to put on your kid's phone. Of course, you have to get their permission to do this. Um, Not if
1: you're paying for it. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's my theory. Car
0: companies, Chevy has what they call the Chevy Teen Driver um, that's got all kinds of safety features that I would like in my car. Um, but it also then, um, you know, everything from a Chevy Cruze to a Chevy Malibu. So it doesn't have to be the most expensive top of the line car but a lot of like maximum speed limiter and you know audio volume limits you can't blare music and not concentrate it's not just about texting a lot of the companies Verizon and AT&T I don't think I've seen T-Mobile's have apps that have driving mode so you can do something like AT&T's drive mode it silences text alerts if you're going more than 15 miles an hour.
2: My, my phone does that. It Whenever I connect with Bluetooth in my car, it silences the text alerts. And if I get a text, it sends back a text to the person who texted me saying, Hi, I'm driving right now. That's I'll brilliant. get back to you later. Yeah, I love that. So it's not up to the kid. You know, yeah. it just happens. It's not an option to
0: answer the text. Of course, you can try to have Siri, you know, if your Siri is well-trained, you can try to have Siri read your text to you, but you're going to want to respond. So,
2: And that's still attention
0: that's going it is. to It's still trying to figure something out, and then you want to look and make sure, oh, did it get it right? Did it spell it right? Um, there's screen-free driving, which is kind of like a voice that says to you, if you touch your phone, it says... Lock your phone. Don't look at your phone. Like it talks to you. <laughs> can you have it
2: be like the mother's voice? <laughs> Wouldn't hilarious. that be great? Nagging. It says that it
0: has in-app purchases, so I'm wondering if maybe you can, you know, pay, oh, pay to record your mom. Right? Um, there's text blocker. There's a lot of apps uh, that parents might want to look at. There's, um, you know, different ways to do this phone-based. And uh, frankly, it made me think maybe I should do this myself because I know when I'm sitting in traffic. I do pick up my phone. I take a quick look and see if I should, you know, and I think, oh, I'm using Siri, so I'm safe. But you're right. It's distracted. And uh, so we'll have a list of all the resources and everything on uh, on our website.
1: Excellent. Okay. So I have a really long read as a recommendation, but it's an article in last week's New Yorker, might be last week's, um, about Y Combinator, which is the most successful incubator in Silicon Valley, responsible for Airbnb and all sorts of companies. Um, and it was founded, I don't know when it was founded, many years ago, um, and the founder has sort of stepped aside, he's in his 50s, and they have a new wunderkind 32-year-old guy who runs it now. And it's the most fascinating article about the true future of technology, and this of AI and what that's gonna do, they are building a product separate from all the companies that incubate. They have a whole separate project, basically in competition with Google's AI, which they see as malevolent. (laughs) They are basically trying to create a way to prevent AI Prevent the inevitable takeover yeah. of the androids of our of our war, 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 overlords. Yes, I <laughs> mean well, they're that's and they're terrifying, but they're true. And when you read this article, you're like, it really is terrifying because it it is inevitable. This emergence of AI in a really like all encompassing way, and you're seeing the beginnings of AI integrating into things. Um, there was a great story in sixty Minutes this week they did both the robotics but they did an amazing story on Watson mm-hmm. and how Watson's being applied to all these industries to medical care to that do was you, unbelievable do you guys watch Westworld Wor- West yeah, Yes. so I was going to say yeah. in Westworld which is a horrifying which is the opposite which is not them being the overlords which is them being essentially used as entertainment slaves um, so it, I can't Tell you how long this article is. It's dreadfully long. Like even on, I can't even, <laughs> even imagine for New Yorker I'm, stand. Yes, your robot to yes. summarize. Yeah. Took it took me you. like four nights to read it because I was like, "You got to be kidding." There's another page, but it's so it's actually good to read it that way because it's in segments. So it talks about what it's like as an incubator, why it's so successful, what it does for these companies, how it propels them. Then it talks about AI and the future of that and all this other technology it's embracing and sort of this greater mission. It talks about the Silicon Valley. Bubble, and I don't mean financial. I mean literal, like societal bubble yeah. that's around them. Basically, not a literal bubble, but you know what I mean. And um, no, it's okay to say literal now. It even feels it's wrong. like a literal bubble, <laughs> but um, it it is so fascinating. And I think for a teenager or for an adult who's interested in what the future will probably look like and what the smartest people are thinking it will look like and what they are preparing for. They talk about having a basic income for people. I mean, this is like it goes deep into what's going to happen when our society becomes very, very, very automated. Um, it's just, mm. I can't recommend it enough. It's good. like crazy view Post into the a link. future. I'll read it yeah. over eight nights. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, like print it. Don't, don't even <laughs> oh, try to read good. it online. Print, I would print it and take it on the train or something. Yes, I would totally print it. I, mean, I read it printed. Yeah. I can't read The New Yorker
0: online. It takes my husband. When he gets The New Yorker, he's like, oh, it's all nine week. long articles that I'm dying to
1: read. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, takes, all takes week. them all week. So that is my bite, and it's not a bite. It's like a hunk. It's a meal. <laughs> it's my chunk of the week. <laughs> um, so you can get links to everything we talked about this week on our Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Parenting Bites, and of course on our Parenting Bites website, ParentingBites.com. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at hashtag ParentingBites, on iTunes, Parenting Bites, rate, review, subscribe, leave comments. It helps us in their weird algorithm that no one can crack. They can crack the Google algorithm somehow for SEO, but they cannot crack the yeah. iTunes algorithm. Um, and on play.it... Buy gift you can cards. Find, Yeah, buy <laughs> gift cards. Don't buy... It. If someone asks you to buy $10,000 of iTunes gift cards... Don't do don't it. Don't do it. Um, you can find us on play.it, where you can find us on all the CBS podcasts. And also now you can find us on... Tom's Tom's Guide. guide. Um, Exciting. Amy is writing a weekly uh, blog post related to our show. Yeah, And it's not just
2: a recap of what we talk about. I take something that we talked about on the show and expand on it. So it's like extra information about whatever that thing is. So um, like last week, what did we talk about last week?
1: social media um, interfering, interfering kids. oh yeah. yeah
2: when you're supposed to interfere with it but, it but the jumping off point was that one picture of the girl being dragged around Walmart by her hair yes. so my article was actually about people who use viral Facebook posts to try to pressure the police into taking action so it's it's separate and in addition to our podcast so definitely check, check that it out on Tom's it's Guide like
1: Parenting Bites Plus exactly <laughs> um, yeah and that's cool And so that's it. Until next week. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. Thanks, Andrea. See you next week. See you next week. Bye.